0: up y'all i hope you're ready to get active we're back here with another episode from lamar and jay let's so sit back relax get your snacks and let's get active
1: what is up we are back with another episode of Man, when I say that, I feel like I'm one of those YouTube guys. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, y'all, we are back with another episode. Got a good one. We got a guest on here. One of my brothers, man. One of my boys from, man, probably like fourth grade, fifth grade, something like that, bro. Way back. Yeah, way back. I ain't going to talk about how you was back then. We just going to talk about it now. <laughs> <But> yeah, <my laughs> no, let's not do that. My boy, got my boy Jeremiah Booker on here. You no, know, if you know us, you know that's that's my guy, man. Uh we met like fifth grade fifth grade, man. I remember I was in English class <laughs> and uh so my our teacher was like, um, we got a new we got a new student with us today, guys. And here goes this tall, skinny, <laughs> crazy dude, man. And uh I remember the teacher got mad. <laughs> something was going on and next thing next thing you know uh jb just gets up and leaves the classroom like just leaves <laughs> got the principal looking, look around all the halls and looking for him seeing where he's at but he just not willing me to class but and that's the negative side man we both came a long way from it i got, <laughs> man, I got so many stories that i can tell you about this guy like, you try to leave the restroom eh. <laughs> and a teacher told him not to <laughs> you you I don't think some when said you can't go. <laughs> he was already gone. But anyways man, um no, today we really want to talk about um you know, all of us on the podcast have been former athletes um and you know, a, a problem that a lot of athletes have is making that transition from being an athlete to Taking that next step to where you're not an athlete anymore and you're in a simple world now. You know, JB actually before the podcast, he brought up a good point. He said it's not being an athlete and going to the real world because that time that you put in as an athlete, that time that you put into your craft was real time. So it's not that once you're done being an athlete, you're in the real world now because that world was very real for you. You're just in a different real world now. So just talking about how you know people struggle with that, it can cause a lot of anxiety and depression and identity issues that you might not know how to deal with. So that's kind of where we're going with this one. So, yeah.
0: But I want to mention this. It's kind of because, like, I didn't know JB. Like, y'all knew each other. But that day, we actually, like, put the podcast together. We're like, hey, we got to do this. It was the same day he called you. Yeah. So I met up through the phone. And then, next you know, I want to say it was that weekend we all put up – our other homeboy spot,
1: Isaiah,
0: mm-hmm. there, and I was like, oh, snap, this.
1: I was like, this the guy.
0: Yeah, so, like, yeah. Me, like putting the face to a voice was actually, like, real dope. Yeah. It is crazy how that happened, too. Yeah, it happened so quick. Like, we were just on the phone a couple days before, then, boom, we meet each other. So. Crazy, man. But let's yeah. go ahead and dive into this, man. Uh, So let's get it active. So JB, bro, give us just a little background of just everything. Yes, sir. So like Jay said, we,
2: we met a long time ago in elementary school, <laughs> way back. Um yeah, I went from from Texas, of course, college station. Uh um, went to high school there, um, m Consolidated, College Station High School, graduated from there and then um uh went to University of Kansas. So I was blessed with the offer to go to, to University of Kansas, play football there, um, majored in sport management with a business minor. So um, I'm glad I got that degree, got that paper from Mama and Daddy. Um, yes, <laughs> but, um, yes. but yeah, I just uh, all four years, just playing football there and meeting uh, and meeting so many great people, from coaches, to teammates, to my professors, academic advisors. Um, but, yeah, just taking it the back a little bit farther. Like we play play sports. That's how I met Jay and so many and so many of our other friends um, in high school, and then um, went to college, kept playing football kept um stayed there all four years and then when I graduated I actually came out here to Colorado so I came out here to Colorado to um, train for the NFL and just keep my body right stay ready and um, that lasted for about that lasted for about three four months where I was just doing that pro day specific training and then um went to a little camp and then came back and just continue to keep training and do a internship as well so I um, did my internship because I knew I had an idea. Um, for college, I, I picked sport management and business minor because I knew I wanted to do something with sports. I knew I wanted to do something with business. I didn't know what I wanted to do specifically at that time because it's like coming out of high school, it's just it's just all about your sport. That's, that's all you really care about. You you know you have to pick something t- um, to play. But in like, my mindset and a lot of guys I was with, it was like, man, we just here to play. Football, just being honest um so I just got was done and after that finished up so um yeah I just kept uh, I came out here to train and then when I finished my um bulk of the training for the um pro day I came back did my internship hours while continuing to train and then um picked up a few clients at the uh, facility that train nights it's called Lando Performance and we're uh, located in Centennial, Colorado so I um, trained, started training clients there while I was training myself, just staying ready and preparing myself. And then um, I'd say around mid, mid-COVID, mid-COVID, I was going to go to a, um, a CFL camp and just uh, do a workout there. And then I think it was like the next – I talked to my agent. The next week, they canceled all workouts. So I just stayed out here, kept training. Uh, kept working with the clients that I was working with. And after doing my internship, I knew like when football was over with, I want to be a coach. I want to train athletes and just stay in that field. But um, after after the camp was um, canceled, stayed back, kept training, kept working with my clients. And um, I feel like it was like a few months after that, a few months after that, that's when I made my decision to or made my transition from being an athlete and training to full-time coach. And it was, a, um, it was a lot that went on mentally and emotionally. Uh, I had been known as the football guy or just a guy who always played sports and worked hard at it. And I guess making that transition it was hard because I didn't want people to think, oh, I was giving up or I was quitting. Or I didn't trust the process, so I guess that that put the that had the most weight on me, so to speak, with making that transition. But honestly, what has helped me? And we can talk more about it as we go on. But what, honestly, what has helped me the most is um, number one, my faith, my faith in God, my faith in Christ, and just that's holding me down. But then also number two, the people who I'm around. Like I have so, man, I have too many good people around me. As far as like my roommates, we're like brothers and families. Um, uh, the coaches I work with, my clients, my families I work with, like so many people, um, so many good people are around me. And they um they just show they just show love and support throughout the whole process. So that that for me has um made this transition a little bit easier, but also knowing that like I'm in my purpose and calling and doing what I'm supposed to be doing is what um makes it all better as well. So that's just a little recap. Yeah
1: man. And uh it's so crazy to think about how you were saying that when you're high school you know you're you're told to pick a you know pick a sport or pick sports to do right, and you know obviously you don't have a major you know you're you're studying everything and so there's nothing else to really focus on i mean all the, just besides school as a whole but it's crazy thing about how you know, when you're in high school you're what seventeen eighteen years old and you start playing sports you know maybe seven or ten
2: mm-hmm. and
1: you spend. Up to that point, you spend at least fifty percent of your life playing that sport. Um, yeah. it's, just, it's just crazy to think about, man. That so that's when all you. know When you're eighteen, you, say you stop playing a sport after high school, you you're you're stopping something that you that's all you've known for at least ten years of your life, which is over half of your life, and you're just like cold turkey, just stop stop doing it you're not doing it anymore that has to have a, an effect on people and I, I know personally that it does have effect on people um, that's something that a lot of people do and they don't know how to deal with that
0: yeah i can agree like because like you said like just growing up all we know is that sport we know that we played at school so we go on to school okay I don't care about my classes. Like, we care, but we're waiting for the class to get over. And then, like, in that last period come, you in athletics. you ready to play your sport. You just try to make it through the day. Then, boom, you have practice or you're just game day. Classes go out the window. So, like, so transition yeah. to college and, like, you don't got that um, full ride to play a sport or just offers. You're just getting looked at. It's like, okay, now you got to figure things out. And, like, for me, I still had basketball on my mind. So, I was like, when I came in them. I was like, all right, I'm trying to make the team. I'm gonna do this. I'm like, I'm just still basketball in my mind. When I got to AM that first week, I literally went to the rec every day just playing basketball, practicing, there and that. Yeah, Everybody's so like about the team. I even emailed, I once had emailed like the athletics or the coach, like seeing like when we'll walk on trials be, be on. I just talked to a lot of people. One of my good friends, um, he tried out like a couple years before or something. So I got in touch with him, like, bro, what did you do, this and that. But he told me, he was like, A&M really don't have walk trials like that. Like, it's a rare thing at a I guess. It's not like, all right, I'm still going to, like, try to make some happen. That's why I started reaching out to people. But for me, when I um, didn't find out the trial date or whatever, I guess I missed it, or they just didn't have a tryout for my freshman year, that's when I came to realization. I was like, okay, basketball might not be for me. Like. I missed that window. It is what it is. Time to move forward with my life.
1: Yeah. Mm. So uh, do you think that mindset comes from that's all you've known for the majority of your life? So you want to have that part of your life with you as, like, as you go forward? Or do you think it's from the desire to be competitive? Because so, I think mine was from, you know, the so after I left DBU and I started playing basketball, I was the same way. I was like, what can I do to be comfortable here? Went to the rec every day. (laughs) I went to the rec every day really play basketball. And that's how I felt comfortable with not being an athlete anymore, was still being an athlete. (laughs) Yeah. So it wasn't from, I played basketball my whole life. I didn't play basketball. Because you know, sometimes you JB, I mean Lamar, y'all know, y'all don't wanna go to practice. Y'all love it, y'all love the sport, but some days you just, not every day you don't love going to practice. You know, every day you don't love waking up at 6 a.m., to go going to practice the lift weights. So it, that's not what it was. I think for me it was that drive to be competitive. And yeah. I know with basketball, I, could, I feel like I could compete with anybody that was around me. And that's how I was able to uh, to fulfill that need was to com- to be competitive in a way that I already know I'm comfortable in.
2: Yeah.
0: Also, yeah, to answer your question, I say it's 50-50, but as well as, like um, – using your time wisely, like, if you not go to practice, you're going to be at home, bored, or just, like, I don't know, like, you're growing up, you're going to have to do chores, like, this and that, homework, but you have practice, that's, you have that's all your time to your sport, yeah, yeah, I would say it is, like, a desire to be in that sport, but also the competitiveness, but luckily with college, you have all this different stuff, like, club team, intramurals, yeah. whole different stuff, so, like, you can still be competitive, yeah. I can go to the rec and still just have my fun, but then I know it was competitive when I once I joined on an team because we playing for something. Yeah. So that's how was, like I was able to cope with it. Just joining more stuff
1: sports wise. Yeah. I also think that um <clears> that no, was definitely you go, go ahead JB.
2: Oh no, I was gonna say um it's 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 the competitive it's the competitiveness in us, but also I feel like when we were so younger, everybody, they saw a talent in us. Like, when we were younger, whether it be your
1: aunt, your uncle,
2: your parents, your friends, or whoever may be, your coach, they were always like, man, you need to stay in that sport. You need to keep playing. Because, like they saw something in us. They saw us athletic and the talent that was in us. And I guess it was so many – I guess it was years and years of of people saying, oh, that, that's what you're supposed to do. That's who you are. You're an athlete. You're this. You're that. And, like, we, as young as youngins, we're like, okay, cool. Like, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And, and for most of us, it came natural. Sports came natural for us. So, it was like, it's easy to do. Now, let me just work at it consistently spend most of my time here to um, be great. And a lot of times, like, see, we had our dreams. We had our dreams and goals of playing in the NFL, NBA, whatever league it may have been. And so, like, always hearing that from other people, but then also having that competitiveness in us. And always competing, I always wanted to win, I always wanting to be first. I feel like that is what um, really drove, I know, me personally, that's what really drove me, especially on the front end, to just put so much work into the sport that I was playing, into athletics, and then also just having that dream and goal, like, it's what I want to be. So let me just put all the time into this as I can and just see what happens um, from there. But, but I feel like it's a mixture of everything that y'all just said, though. On top of what everybody else um, category that everybody else put us yeah. when we so, were
1: younger. Yeah. yeah, so so going off of that, we think there's also, because I feel the same way, like you, you grow up starting from like elementary school and you might have your, you might be, you know, fourth, fifth grade, but you're better than all the kids at recess. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. you got yeah. you the teachers being like, man, you got to play on a basketball team when you get to seventh grade or you got to be on a football team so do you think there's also a fear of letting people down that have told you that? A
0: little bit, yeah. Oh, yeah. Everybody, once you see you play a sport, then you, okay, I'm going to play this sport. Then you play that sport, you horrible. Right. Like my memory from middle school, because, um, like, middle school, we had play, like, two sports. So I played football and basketball. But one of my coaches, he was like, yeah, Lamar, you're kind of fast. Da, da, da. We need somebody for this track meet coming up. And I was like, "This is my favorite."
1: He run a track, bro. <laughs> you know? I, I,
0: like, I just can't see you running track. Oh, running track man. It, it was horrible. You I
1: just can't see it, bro. It
0: was horrible. He was like, "Yeah, we need want to run the <laughs> hurdle? Let's track me." And like, I think you can do it. So me, I was like, "All right, this is my favorite coach. I'm gonna go out and do it for him." So track me, come hurdle. I'm nervous. I'm like, "Dang, hurdle!" <laughs> I'm like. So, boom, I go, I failed, bro. <laughs> like, for real, for real, I failed. But the athlete in me, the competitiveness, I just got back up and just kept going. It was embarrassing, bro. Yeah. So, I just, but well, yeah, like, just having someone confident in you, telling you, bro, yeah, you can do this. I see you doing this. Please, yeah. really, like, drives you, and, like, you feel like you can't let that down. Yeah. Say, that was my last time ever going to a track. In my life, oh, I can't do this again. No. Man. But then you yeah, <laughs> think back to what JB said, though, um, like, people's, like see, people seeing you saying that, it's crazy how, like, now that I'm not even playing sports like that, uh, I still have, like, people saying, I can tell you're an athlete. And I'm just like, dang, I'm not even like, doing it, like, really competitively. They just still see it, like, off my vibe or, like, just my body type that I'm still, like, I'm an athlete. Which is crazy,
1: yeah. Mm-mm. Man, so many stories of me and JB playing sports, bro. Basketball. <laughs> I remember him just being an athlete. They wanted him to play every sport. Like he used to come in, shoot threes in basketball. Yes, I mean, like one out of ten. remember? <laughs> <laughs> I remember we needed somebody on our football four because everybody was hurt. JB came in, ankle leg, man. <laughs> finish it off for us. bro, it was
2: good yeah. time. Good, good time. time. Like that's and that's the crazy thing it's like, like um like it's like when could we play multiple sports in high school. And then when football season was over with, I just like as an athlete just always growing up in that environment. So I couldn't imagine just sitting around and just staying in the sport that I was in and just um and just having so having so much extra time on my hands. To number one, get in trouble, but then number two, because <laughs> I wasn't supposed to be doing. But um, it was just, it was just fun to make that transition to multiple sports, be around other guys, and other coaches, and just keep it rolling. But I feel like that's another thing too. Like it was nonstop playing sports, nonstop playing sports. And when you do that so much and all the time, which I'm for as a coach, as a coach now, I'm for all all especially youth playing multiple sports. So, um, so many reasons why, but. The longer you're in it, I feel like, and I guess this goes to the conversation we're having now, that the longer you're in it, the more you do, that that's when that identity is like, even stronger and stronger. Because like that's all you know, you put so much into it, and that's all you've been doing your whole life. And it's like, when that's over with, now what? Yeah. You're making a musician. Yeah.
1: Another thing that I, I was kind of struggling with is scheduling, how you were talking about, you have so much time to get in trouble. Uh, so when I when I transferred um from DBU. Now, I was I was so used to athlete schedule. You, know, you wake up at <laughs> six o'clock in the morning, to go to weights, and then you have class. And then we have practice at three, so we have class after weights, starting at whatever the earliest class was, so you can get them all up the way. Because we had to have all of our classes done before practice that day. So mm-hmm. you know, you have, mm-hmm. you have you have weights at six, you go eat, shower, whatever, go to class all the way till two o'clock because we have practice at three or two thirty, and then after that, practice is over around like six seven. Then yeah. you go, um, you might get treatment after, go get food. Then we had study hall every day for 8 to 10. So yeah. I was up 6, 10 o'clock. I mean, it, your experience might be a little different, you know, you're a different sport, but that's kind of how our days went for two years for me. Oh, yeah, for sure. So when I, when I transferred, man, I have, I'd have to get up early anytime if I didn't want to. You know, some days I didn't <laughs> have practice at all. I mean, not practice. some days I didn't have class at all. So I'd wake up and have legit nothing to do. Um, <laughs> You know, there were some days where I'll have class until 11 o'clock or noon or to one o'clock. I have nothing to do for the rest of the day. I can do whatever I want to do. So for me, it was, how can I make the best of my days? What can I do to get the most out of my days? So I started forcing myself, whatever days I didn't have class early, as much as I wanted to sleep in, I knew that if I wanted to look a certain way, as far as my, uh, my, um, how, my, how my body looked physically, my mind was mentally, if I wanted to be a certain way, I had to make certain sacrifices that I didn't necessarily need to make, which was, you know, me and me and Lamar actually did it together. We were going up to work out in the mornings, certain days of the week that we had time, Um, at nights when we had time, going to the rec, even though it was you know a joy to go to the rec, you know, that was my cardio, going to rec playing basketball three hours a day. So it was kind of, and then also making time to study, of course. Uh, you know, you have so much time during the day. All I want to do was take a nap and watch TV. For real. that's, all, that's really that's all I want to do, take a nap and watch TV. Do that. Uh, get some food after class, take a nap. And that's really what I want to do. I have to force myself to say, look, if I want to do something tonight, if I, would, if I don't want to be doing homework all night tonight, if there's a show I want to watch or a game I want to watch tonight, when I go out of class, I got to go study. I got to go to the clubhouse. Mm-hmm. I got to go to my desk, sit down and lock in for a certain amount of hours. Because if not, I'm gonna be behind. Um, so that that's kind of something I had to do with. You know, it, it took me a while to get get a hang of everything and seeing the best ways I could do that. So how how does schedule kind of work for both of y'all? When y'all got to I guess because we'll be when you got to college, um, Lamar, and then uh, for you, JB, now actually.
0: Uh, so I go first. Uh, so for me, especially since I play sports. On the college level, like y'all, I can say like so. Starting on high school, I have class, and after class, after well, after all my classes, boom, I have athletics going into like probably five or six o'clock of the day. And so, college, taking like five classes, but you only have like three classes depending on the way your schedule set up in a day, or just depending. And you, I'm, I was done at like. I was done early, so like one or two, I was done. And like I said, I played basketball at the rec like a whole week straight. So I would leave, get out of class, and then, boom, the rec for the rest of the day. I really didn't see no studying, which was an issue, yeah. But now, well, not now since the rec not open, but when the rec was open, I will, boom, go to class, go home, get a little homework done, and then I would hit the rec. And for however long time and then if I have something like serious, I have to finish I will hit it back up again because we only be at the rec for about three four hours and then I touch up some more work so yeah for me more so I will go to class get some work done then I'll have all my time for the rec and then I'll work out before I hoop or just hoop straight so scheduling wasn't really that hard for me since I haven't known the other type of scheduling in college so I feel like it was more of a struggle for y'all transitioning. Yeah, um, on my side of it. So for us, it
2: was a little different since we had our we had our academic advisors and our tutors. Like basically saying, okay, at this time you have workouts. At this time you have tutoring. At this time you have your classes. So they made it easier for us in a sense. So they they already had our schedule laid out for us, what time we lift. So we may lift or lift or run in the morning. Most of the times we run for classes throughout the day, whether it's three or four sessions or two or three classes. It just depends what schedule you're at and like what um what what part of the season we're in, whether it's off season or summertime. Summertime you get fewer hours um, during the season, spring, ball, whatever. You have more hours of class but um, we'd have those hours of class and then afterwards you know you either have maybe an hour or two after your last class to just chill or just get some food in you, do what you need to do and then you have uh, football workouts in the afternoon. So again it depends on what schedule you have. Some guys they had days off so it, it alternates but for the most part we have our workouts in the morning, we have our tutoring and classes throughout the day, we have time to go get lunch and then um, we have workouts in the afternoon and then most guys would go back in the afternoon after workouts and um, have some more tutoring. So, so yeah, they did, they did a good job. especially academic advisors and tutors. They did a good job of helping us out and um, helping with our schedule and setting up for us. And I feel like for me, because they did a lot of the scheduling for us when I made that transition and um, came out here in Colorado, whether I was, when I was training for myself, but then also coaching as well and having to be, um, hold myself accountable and make sure I take care of my business it was a little struggle so I was like okay I never had to make my own schedule I never really had to write, write it out on Sunday or Saturday maybe write my whole schedule out for the whole week what time I'm going to do this going to do that so in the beginning I didn't even have a planner so I'm just going day by day trying to keep all my sessions and everything in my head and then um, thankfully I didn't I didn't miss any but it's just like it's just a lot of stress if you don't not organized, if you're not planned and don't have it the right way on the front end, then you let your basically your schedule and everything else control your life. Instead of you taking accountability, you controlling it, and then you um, having time for yourself as well. So yeah. I feel like it could be a lot of chaos. Yeah. It was a lot of chaos for me in the beginning, was not having to make a schedule before. But then um, once I got in that routine of making my own schedule, it um, it made things easier. It made things easier, made things more smooth, and I wasn't always rushing wasn't always rushing. I wasn't always forgetting things. I wasn't always um, doing things in the last minute. I'd be writing work. I'd, I'd write workouts for my clients last second. It wouldn't be a good quality workout. When I made my schedule and planned ahead of time, that's when it made things more smoothly. But I feel like them doing it for us in college made it a little bit more difficult in that transition. But um, when I got it, it was made things smooth. Yeah. No,
1: I definitely feel that. Me and Lamar have talked about, I mean, talking about <laughs> writing stuff down. keep yourself accountable like goals and everything but that's another thing we also talked about it something that actually i have transitioned to do at my at my job uh since i graduated college so you know when i have when i would have a busy week uh, in in college i would write down or write in my notes what i needed to what all i need to do that next day like what all i need to get done that next day and it was my job to be able to scratch everything off or as as many things off as I could that next day, right? So that night before, if I didn't get anything done or if I didn't finish everything that was on my list, I'll add it to the next day's list and I'll try to knock everything out. So by the end of the week, um, I finish everything I need to complete, if not more to get ahead of next week. And I do that now at my current job. If I have a busy day or which I mean, every day has been busy, so pretty much every day, whenever I get done with work, even if I don't complete something, I will write it down, write everything I want to get done the next day, and leave that sticky note in my drawer. So when I come the next morning, when it's a fresh morning, I might not remember all the small details that I need to do the next day. Um, so I'll pull my drawer out, see what I have on that list. Be like, oh yeah, I need to do this today. I need to email this person today. I need to update this, this report, all of that stuff. So when the next day comes, um, I have everything there I'm not missing everything. And I don't wait till the end of the day to do it actually. I write things periodically throughout the day. No matter what day it is, if I get an email at eight o'clock in the morning about something I need to fix, I'll, I'll write it down on, a, on a, a sticky note. So sometime during that day mm-hmm. I need to get to it. And if it's not mandatory, I'll get to it the next day. So that's kind of how yeah. I went into it. I'm just kind of trying to keep myself accountable, but even more Keep myself organized because it's my job. I mean, I'm not an intern anymore. You know, I'm not a student. I'm part of the company now, and you know, everything that I do you know, resembles that company. So if I mess up, that's on my bank. That's on my my boss. That's on you know everybody else. It's on me, but it, it's showing poorly on them because you know they hired me. That's kind of how I go into. Reflection. Yeah, yeah. I can't. I go into every day with you no. Know, I, I can't make mistakes it's a goal of mine to be perfect because if I'm not perfect, hopefully I'm close to it.
0: Yeah, I can really agree that like writing stuff down has really changed. Like the way I look at things, like it helped me more in a positive way. Like with my motivation and goals board, it'd be times where I got work to do this and that. And I don't feel like doing it. I'll just up in my bed, lay down, get ready to watch TV. But I have my board set in like a good area. So like, I always see it. So I looked up like one time. Like, dang, I got I to gotta get up. I got to manage my time wisely. I got to get some work done. So actually, like, having a goals board help a lot as far as, like, getting your mind right and getting you on this track. But I also got a portfolio binder or something like that to keep me more organized with my internship. And like you said, you write stuff down that you didn't finish or whatever. So I go through it, like, write whatever tasks I got to do next time I go or, like, just so I can remember so, yeah, overall, writing stuff down, having goals really keeps me organized.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what are some ways that you guys have coped with – because you already talked about, you know, the scheduling. What are some, what are, what are some ways that you coped with not being at athlete anymore? Because I kind of talk online. mine. So, like I said, when I transferred and became just a student, I had to figure out what I wanted to do. Like, what things could I do to fulfill that, that hole that I didn't – that wasn't filled anymore from, you know, being an athlete. So what I did was, like I talked about earlier, I went to the rec every day. That fulfilled my competitiveness. You know, my, my need to compete with other people. I was still playing bas- basketball, still doing things that I loved. Other things that I did was uh, I started, you know, picking up reading more. The, t- the time that I had, um, I really took time out to see what, see what kind of books I liked to read and, and find things that really interested me. You know, I wasn't – so I wasn't happy anymore. I was trying to find ways to I felt that I was two years behind. You know, I'm going into a school as a junior. Everybody in my class, taking the same classes I've been taking. I thought they were two two years ahead of me because at DBU I couldn't join clubs. There was no campus life for me. Everything was straight basketball. There were, that network, that networking wasn't there because I wasn't able to interact with people as other students were. So one, way, one thing that I did to, um, I guess, get up to get up to speed with our networking is we talked about it in another episode, every class period, well, every class for at least the first month or two, I would try to meet as many people as I could in class just to get touch base with people, learn people and network with people. Um, another thing that I did was every org- organization that I could go to, I was going to, maybe not even joining them, but I brought more to me, with someone, he brought me some uh, to some with him, just going to different clubs on campus and meeting people and touching base with people. So when you see people, y'all y'all have that 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 introduction already, and uh, you never know what what can grow from that. Um, other things I did was I actually did end up joining the club basketball team, so I was able to compete in basketball still at a, at a level to where you know we are playing against other club teams, so. It was kind of like, it's pretty much like AAU for, for your school, for your college, which is, it was really fun, man. Just like basketball with less time commitment. You start practicing everything, it was just less time commitment. So it was really, it was really fun. So um, yeah, those, those are some things that I did, uh, really just trying to figure out who I was, what I liked, what I didn't like. So I joined clubs to see, did I, did I like this part of school? You know, did, did I want to be in finance? Did I not want to be on finance? Did I want to be in economics? Did I want to be in the business field at all that I want to did I want to go more sports management and get back into sports because I didn't miss it so much you know so mm-hmm. what are some ways that y'all kind of coped with not being an athlete anymore um
2: so for me I feel like it was <laughs> the main thing is just keep myself busy yeah but um other than, like as far as keep myself busy how I did that was um number one I was at the facility already so I would do my, I would keep doing my workouts. Even like so when I made my transition, um, I stopped working out for like probably like two or three weeks, probably just a little bit, and then just um, my main thing was okay. I knew I had to get a certification to just be a coach in this field. So, what kept me busy was studying for my certification, and then also just working with my clients. Thankfully, um, the transition was smooth as far as having having some clientele to work with and keeping myself busy, going outside, going to the fields, training at the facility and training my clients. So I feel like the biggest thing for me was just uh, coaching, coaching and studying and reading in, um, in this field. And there was a there's a time where I didn't want to do any studying do I didn't want to do any reading. And it'd be days where <laughs> if I didn't have any clients, then I'd just be I, I would chill at the house, I watch, watch football all day. And that would really get to me in a sense of, okay, I'm not playing anymore. I don't want to I really don't want to watch football right now because I just, I'm just not, I'm not in that no more mm-hmm. right now. So there was a time period where I did have a point where I didn't, I didn't really want to watch football as much. I just wanted to see, okay, what's next for me? What's next for me? And like I said, the main thing is my clients. My clients just keep me busy and just also Yes, yes, because I, I stayed in the field of sports, of being able to now all the fire. So it was, I think it was when, so I, I was studying for my certification and then I, I took the test the first time and I failed the first portion. And I passed the second portion. Mm-hmm. And so I like, I, re, I re-signed again as soon as I could have. And I was like, you know what? I can't, I can't pass on this. And um, so I took it the second time <clears throat> and I passed that second time. And it yes, was it's, it's something that I really can't explain. Yes, sir. It was it was something I can't really explain. But when I passed that test, the whole thing it lit a fire in me. In mm-hmm. a sense of all that, all the drive and energy and passion and fire that was all in football, it just it came out of football and went straight into coaching. Yes. And so yes. when that when that when that happened, I was like, oh, it's a wrap, wrap. Now now. All the, I, I took pride when I was playing football as always, like my work, working so hard, doing the small things, being a professional, as much as I could have. And then when I passed that test, it was like, I'm a coach now. This is my purpose. This is my car. And this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And that takes me to, like, in the beginning of the transition, it was more of people were saying, man, you have the rest of your life to do whatever you want to do. So, like, while you're young, pursue your NFL dream, pursue this football, pursue this and that. And then when I passed my test and that fire was lit in coaching, it was now – like, now my mindset shifted to – or shifted from that to, man, now I'm so young and I have the rest of my life starting off in this career so young to now build like an empire, build something great in this field and what I'm doing right now. So, I say all that to say in the in the middle where, where I where I had made my transition to full-time coaching – it was my clients keeping me busy and it was me just studying and it was just the people around me encouraging me, but how I cope with it, like I said, was just studying and keep myself busy. And then when um, when I passed that test, it was like, okay, now I really want to be about my business and just now, now it's like, I spend so much time just reading and studying, but it, I feel like the main thing out of everything I just said and that we're going to talk about is just keeping ourselves busy and it's not um, sitting on the couch or sitting at home. And just thinking, cause like that can, man, that can wear you out. I know so many guys. Um, so many guys I know, like they've been through, they've been through worse. They've been through uh, depression and just uh, been sick. Like the body just got sick because of all that stress and all that emotion. It's like now what? But um, like you said, for you, Jay, you went to the rec, hooping a lot. For me, it was my coaching and just reading and just trying to do anything and everything outside of football. Like you said, trying to find my Identity and something else, well, or not, not, not necessarily identity, but find my self worth and something else besides football.
1: Yeah. Now, I agree. I always tell people that um, I feel like I was more busy. I feel like I was busier when I stopped playing basketball than when I was playing basketball for the reason because not as a whole. Obviously, I had, when I was playing basketball, I, had, I just had less time in a day to do things I want to do. But when I stopped playing, all that time that I had, I put things in those time slots. Like you know, class in the morning. All right, uh, teach, I go to my professor's office, class again, maybe class again, um, meetings at night, going to the rec, um, you know, murals. I was making myself busy. I was doing more things in a day than I yeah. was doing when I was playing basketball. And and I did that because, like you said, I needed some time to I, I needed to keep myself busy. And, and, and that's how I did that. And another thing that you said is you say you put a fire under you. Man, I feel like I went into school after I stopped playing with that same competitive nature. But I put it towards my school. I always yearn for mm-hmm. more. I want to study so much because I felt like I was behind and more, even more so, I just wanted to compete with everybody in my class. You know, I wanted to, when I got out, I wanted to be like, I made the right decision to stop playing basketball, to get a a degree from a school that I want to be at. And I made the right right decision. And I'm not going to let myself down or let anybody else down. So if this is what I want to do, I'm going to do 110% and get out of it as much as I can. You know, with school, also outside, which is networking, meeting people, you know, finding different ways to make yourself a better person as a whole. And I took that competitive nature, took it from basketball, and I put it in myself and um, in school and just in my my personal life.
0: Uh, well, to head off your question, for me, I would say I kept myself busy, like you said, just finding ways to maintain, maintain that time, feel it. So I work out, uh, go to the rec. But more so for me, not playing sports no more, it really put a lot of stuff in perspective. Like I started getting more serious about my schoolwork, like especially now, like not having no really outlet to play basketball. I look up and am like, dang, I'm really about to graduate. Let me do more work. Let me study more. Let me, let me do more of this versus if I did have that basketball outlet where I'm playing every day, whatever, I wouldn't think about school really. School would just be on the back back end of stuff, but now that I don't really have that much of athletic sports, whatever, I'm like, dang, I'm really about to graduate. I gotta focus, I gotta put this before that, that before this. So, more so for me, it really just put more focus on my life and what I need to get done versus me procrastinating on homework, uh, studying stuff like that because I want to go and like work out and play basketball.
1: Yeah, sure. Um, another thing is, J.B., you, you touched on, which is something that I think is so important. something that I feel like the reason me and you are friends, and also Lamar, why my, me and you are friends, I, I pick people that I choose to be around. Um, I'm very precise in people that I, you know, spend time with, right? And I know you guys are, too. Um, you know, JB, you were saying that it's important to have people, good people around you. You don't want anybody mm-hmm. around you that's going to bring you down in any way. You want people that can uplift you. And exactly. The best friends that you have are the people <coughs> that are doing you wrong. You don't want yes, man. You want people that, you know, JB, if you're doing something, Lamar, you're doing something, I'll call you and be like, look, bro, I mean, I understand what you're doing, bro, but this is not what you need to be doing. And, you know, if, if this is where you want to be in the future, what you're doing right now, that's not gonna, that's not gonna cut it. So my thing is, how important is it to to build a good team around yourself?
0: Oh, I can hit uh, that.
1: So, yeah, yeah, go ahead, go ahead.
0: I can handle that perfectly. Uh, so for me, I feel like it's important to have like just positive friends, people actually want to do something with your life, because like not to sound like selfish or like whatever, y'all might understand. So it might not be selfish, but I feel like. If your friends around you doing good, uh, you're supposed to congratulate them. But also, that's where the competitiveness come. out. Okay, Jay's doing good. JB doing good. Let me step up on my stuff. Let me do better than them. And then if y'all the same way, we all competitive, okay, now you're going to buy. Oh, let me one-up Lamar. Let me do better than Lamar. Let me keep striving to be better than Lamar. But some people look at that as like a negative thing. Like, dang, you trying to – it's not a competition between you and your homie. But if you have the right mindset, you get with a good friend group, y'all not looking at it as y'all competition. Y'all looking at it as like more of a challenge. Like, okay, he's, putting, yeah. he's doing better. Let me do better to keep up with him. Let, let me not get left behind. So I can really say, if I really look at it, all my friend groups, that actually I just really kick it with, we all are like striving for something. Like oh, we got a child, uh, you uh, doing sports, J finance. I have friends in um, fashion photography just all this different stuff and in a way i i'm like okay they everybody's just improving off of it so it pushes me okay let me step up and do better so i really say like it's per, like it's better to have friends family and just any relationship of your spouse just someone that's just pushing you to do better that's perfect to have around you Mm -hmm. i agree and outside
2: of like of course uj and um guys that we grew up with when we were younger. And, shoot, just even meeting you for a short period of time more as well. But outside of the, the circle I was with in high school and in college, of course, most of my friends are back like, in Texas or just different states. But my circle out here, it's, it's number one, it's small. But number two, it's, um, it's other coaches and other people that we have similarities in. So it's like, I, and I, I, me and my roommates, we were talking about this, like, a while ago. But it was like, like, when I first moved in with them, at first, like, they didn't really know me. I didn't really know them. So they're like, well, let me see how this is going to work out. But we were all on the same mission. We're all coaches. We, we just joke around and say, like, oh, yeah, we're in a coaching house right now. But um, we're, all, we're all coaches. We, all, we are all in this uh, same business. And we're all, like, working to grow in this field. So for me being one buck of the group, It was important for me to just see what it was like to wake up every morning and go to work in this field. But then also having their support and working with them and them having that coaching mindset like I had. Number one, it held me accountable to my actions. So it's like knowing that how we we are, we're not going to be doing a whole bunch of partying. We're not going to have, we're not going to bring certain people in our house because it's a certain respect that we have for each other. But number two, it's like we have to get up early in the morning and go to work. So we, we don't have time to be um, doing all the extra things that we, yes, we, we enjoy life, we have fun, but we understand that we, like, we, we respect each other. Yeah. Knowing that one of my roommates, he may be up at five in the morning, ready to go to work. I'm not gonna be, I'm not gonna bring somebody else over here and make a lot of noise and stay up late till like one in the morning, knowing I have to get up at work as well. So I feel like that's the accountability standpoint of view and knowing that everybody's on the same mission, and everybody has the same mindset. Everybody's working to get better in the same field. Is it? It helped. It helped. And like even if we weren't in the same field, knowing that everybody's on the same mission to be great, experience all the blessings that had that they that the, all the blessings all the blessings that's for us. So what's for me? What's for you? What's for you, Lamar? What's for you, Jay? It's like holding, holding each other accountable to that, saying that okay, this is what I want to accomplish in my life. And then now we're like okay, now we look at each other's actions and moves like does what you say correlate with your actions, what you want to accomplish? So I feel like it's very big and it's very important to have the right people in your life, especially, so if we want to talk about making that transition, it's very important because you need that love and support, the unconditional love and support, but then even afterwards, pursuing your goals and desires that you want in your life, whatever you want to accomplish in the field that you're in, it's like, okay, we all need somebody to hold us accountable. And we can't do this on our own. Like anything great, That we do in our life, it wasn't on our own. it wasn't by ourselves. Of course, we might have put a lot of action into it on our own, but there's people every step of the way that either made it easier or made it um made it more. I don't know the exact word for it, but made it easier or just made it help come true, so to speak, every step of the way. So I feel like it's big to um have the right people in your life because again, we. We don't have time for negative energy. We don't have time for people hating on us. We don't have time for people bringing us down. We don't have time for people um, just just trying to pull us back from what what we want to accomplish. I feel like the older we get, the older we get and the more that we get into school or business and studying, it's like, man, we don't have time for any negative energy or negative vibes. It's like we have to continue to be growing as young men and just prepare for our future businesses, prepare for our future family, so we can provide for them, prepare for everything great that's in store for us. And it, it comes and it starts with our family um, that has our support, our friends, our boys, and just the right people around us um, as a whole.
1: Mm-hmm. I want
0: to kick back off of that because both of y'all mentioned accountability. Like Jay said, he said, he yeah, had times where, yeah, this not it, you're not doing right. And like you said, hold oh, people accountable. I feel like if your friend group isn't able, to take that accountability as, it's like, love and, like, you're trying to help them, and they see it more so as, like, negativity, bashing them, like, if I call y'all and, like, hey, you need to get right, do this and that, and y'all don't want to listen, y'all see like, dang, what am I talking about? Why is he telling me this and that? Versus saying, okay, I hear what you're saying. I'm gonna do better. I feel like on both ends, it's good like to have someone that t- to tell you you're not doing right, and then also being, like, that friend that, hey, let somebody know, hey, you're not doing right. Because it shows that y'all really, like, have a bond, love, just whatever you want to call it for each other because you want to see both both parties uh, achieve their goals
1: and just elevate. So, yeah, having a yeah. Strong friend group is important. Yeah. Man, it's it's crazy because when I decided to play basketball, to stop playing basketball and transfer and just be a student, that was one of the hardest decisions I honestly had to make in my entire life, right? And, you know, I was going through a lot. I mean that's a big change for somebody. We've been talking about that this whole episode, and when I told people my decision, there were guys that, um, there were guys that I mean JB, that I mean you know personally, guys that we grew up with since we were younger, that that were telling me like oh, you're stop- you're stopping playing basketball that's stupid like you're you're dumb for doing that you're coming back to call the station mm-hmm. you come back to a like why would anybody do that that's so dumb i mean that's literally literally what they were telling me and i was second guessing myself like i thought me start because i knew i wasn't playing basketball you know even if even to say you know i played basketball and i was great and i was able to go to the next level which obviously wasn't going to happen but say that that was going to happen I don't think that's something that, that I would want to do. That just wasn't my mindset, right? Um, it was so far somewhere else, and I wanted to go pursue that and be the best person that I knew I wanted to be. And when, when people were telling me that, I mean, it, it was it was tough to deal with because I would like to say, I was second guess myself, thinking that maybe I should have kept playing basketball. That's who I am. That's what I do. But I knew deep down inside that's not who I was anymore. And I was learn, learning and teaching myself to drink, drink to transition to the j that i wanted to be and you know work somebody that i knew that you know i want to be in the next 5, four, five or 10 years and by doing this that, uh, it was going to help me help me get there because like i say i always feel like i'm 2 years behind what i could have been uh because of basketball I'm not saying i didn't have a good time i don't regret it at all um but I mean, th- those are two years where I could have been at a university or doing something else. But like I said, I don't regret it, but that's just how I think. So I can act accordingly. By by that I mean, you know, not taking my days for granted. Every day you should want to get better. Every day you wake up, you should want to get better. And I feel like if I have that mind if I have that mindset every day that I'm two years behind, I'm not gonna spend I'm not gonna waste a day. I'm gonna mm-hmm. every day I wake up, I'm gonna try to do something so I can be better than I was the day before.
2: Yeah, and, and I, even to – so I'm, I'm about to switch the um, vibe up a little bit, but even like piggyback off of what you said in the sense of – so I'm going to say this. Like, I know we're talking about the transition and the emotions that we go through in that transition and, like, some of the things that may not have went our way, but we really think about it. It's like, man, sports did so much great things for me. And, like, I know you just said you had no regrets for doing what you did. And it's like, I say that to say, man, there's so many things. There's so many qualities and habits and things that I just carry myself right now because I've Like there's, there's just certain things that are playing sports and going through that schedule and having to wake up early and stay up late and put the extra work in and do this and that. Like there's so many things that I carry now today in my schedule to where like even we always talk about this whole time we've been talking about um competitiveness. It's like, I, now I'm able to take that to the fit I'm in right now. And it's like whether we believe it or not, because we played sports, because we were athletes, we have an edge over this the um, average person in this world who did who didn't play sports. And I don't say that negative. I don't say that in a negative way. I just say there's just certain qualities you can't get in that uh, without being in that team setting, or without always competing, always waking up and fighting for a job, and always not knowing what's going to happen. But there's so many qualities that you that we get. As, um, as a man, as a person, but then also just being an athlete that I take to it. I take in this field. And Now now I'm just trying to instill that to the next generation, but it, it gives me an edge with my work ethic, how my, my energy, um, how I view things, how I see things, how I interact with people. And it's like there's so many great things that sports has done in my life that I will always be grateful for and just continue to use that to my advantage as well and just, just in this field.
1: Exactly, bro. I, I definitely agree 100%. You know that that mental toughness that you get from being a athlete, dude. I mean, you're doing every day. You're waking up at certain times of the day and doing stuff you don't want to do because you want to reach that goal. And yeah. you can get that without not playing sports, obviously. But sports is something that has distilled that in me. Um, being competitive, paying attention to detail. Because, like you were saying, being being a college athlete, you make one step, make. One false step, make one, uh, make one wrong move, your job is done. Like, your job can be taken the next day. You can be benched for the rest of the season, the rest of your career, because of something that you've done. And the next guy was doing everything that he was supposed to do, waiting for you to make that, uh, to, to, to make that, wrong, make that wrong step. And now he has the job because he, he was doing everything that you were supposed to be doing. So I never took anything lightly. Because it can be taken away from you in a second, from you just simply not being prepared, not knowing the scouting report, you know, not, not, knowing, uh, not knowing the play, not knowing a certain call <clears throat> that can cost you the game. So, and you have to go through every day like that, you know. One, a a one, point GPA, one point of a GPA can, I mean, obviously GPAs are everything, but, I mean, if, say, there's a job that you really want, and they're going off straight GPA, and that point one of a of a GPA uh, can can be the difference. You have to fight for everything, every little thing that you have. And sports has definitely made me do that. You know, always be, always want to work harder than the next guy. Uh, it tra- it just transitions so smoothly into being, you know, a, a regular a regular uh, student and you know, a regular person.
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: So, man, there you have it. Our little sports talk, athlete life of an athlete, man. Appreciate you coming on here, JB. Much love. Yeah, I appreciate y'all, man. I appreciate y'all having this. Is this is good?
1: This
2: yeah. is good. I appreciate
1: y'all. I w- I will say one thing, man. JB, bro, you talked you talked a lot of good stuff today, bro. But I'm gonna let y'all know, this is the same guy that. <laughs> Every time, every time he comes home, to call station, the first thing he does is go through my front door without telling me. Yes, go straight to my pantry. Yes, sir. <laughs> it's all it's all
2: about the snacks, man. It's all, all about, about the snacks, snacks and <laughs> the honey buns.
1: To this day, he still does the same thing, bro. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You
2: never switch up, y'all. Y- man, you have y'all be having some good snacks, bro. And I- I'm, yeah. Yeah, and so, next, so next time I come back, you already know where I'm going. And yeah, that's I might what just go.
1: Key word, y'all. Not we have good snacks. <laughs> y'all, meaning me and my family have good snacks for us to eat. Oh <laughs> <Hey>, man. <laughs> I, love I love my guy. Trust me. He's I didn't fired, even <laughs> Yes, yeah, yeah. sir. Yes, sir. Oh um, man, I appreciate y'all. I appreciate
2: y'all.
1: Of course, bro. No, I, I've, been, I've been waiting to have you on the episode because this is a topic that was I thought was extremely important. And I know you were um, – I mean, there's, there's a lot of guys that <clears throat> definitely would fit. A lot of my friends here, this. I mean, a lot of you guys would have fit. I just I knew I wanted to get JB on here because uh, we have to talk about this a couple times. So, yeah. Another day of good, good
2: news. Cool. It's all love. I appreciate y'all. It's all good. All good.
0: Yeah. Uh, what we going to do? Hey, let's get active, man. Let's get active. Appreciate y'all for tuning in and be ready for the next one.
1: Yes, sir. <laughs>